0: And welcome, Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, and our toll free number 800 951059 to the website at allamericangold.com. And welcome to Thursday, the dog days of summer. And what a day it has been! Gold is on a tear right now, up almost 20 bucks here, 1720. uh, Early this morning, while you guys were all sleeping, Uh, gold went down to 1680. Uh, That's a long term technical level. Uh, These chartist guys, they love that crap. Uh, But then the ECB uh... raised rates uh, that which was expected but they were only expected to go a quarter of a point they went a half a point but let me tell you there's so much more in it things are getting ugly the hurricane that Jamie Diamond talked about last month uh is coming whether you wanna believe it or not but gold uh, has just completely turned around here uh like I said up almost 20 bucks your 1720 silver uh higher as well uh wall street is it's off the lows uh but wall street's down a couple hundred points and Jason a lot of a lot of new data coming out today jobless claims Continuing to rise. Now, this some Jason and I we've talked about this for a long time. Uh a, a this is the highest level again. Uh going back to last year, uh two hundred and fifty plus uh thousand people filing unemployment for the very first time. Continuing claims. These are people, okay, you've already filed. Uh unable to find work, also. Continuing to rise. This is like the third week in a row on continuing claims. It, it, it's not bad yet. I, I, another twenty thousand jobs a week. At that point, I'll start to get concerned. When we get into that two seventy 270, to two seventy five to three hundred thousand jobs lost, uh, then it's time to get concerned. Uh, but, but Jason, it, it's definitely elevating.
1: Yeah, the jobless claims and, and all this other uh, news that's going to go sour uh, as the months go on. It's, it's kind of like the roller coaster. We talk about the roller coaster. It's, it's a good analogy. But it's, I think the jobless claims you just mentioned, is kind of like that part of the roller coaster where you're already kind of over you're over the top of the edge. You're looking down, but it hasn't co- quite crashed straight down, Joe. I think that's where we're at when it comes to jobless claims and a whole lot of other stuff with the economy. It's, uh, we're already looking at where it's going. It's just uh, we haven't caught the momentum straight down, Joe.
0: The bond market, we all need to pay attention. This is this is critical. Right now, the 10-year the note, we, I'll call it the standard, is at 292, uh, which is ridiculous because we know, what, next week, whatever it is, uh, the Fed's raising rates anywhere from uh, best-case scenario, I don't know what best-case scenario is, Three quarters of a point to a full point. We don't know which. We, we, uh, I think three quarters. Jason thinks it may be a full point. Does not matter? Right. But you're talking about a Fed's funds rate that's going to be somewhere around two and a half percent. How in the world could a ten-year note be at two nine? Right. It should be. It should be three nine. Uh, back in the old days, it would be over four percent. You know, the old days, pre financial crisis. You know, uh, fifteen years ago. But inside of this, listen to this: the two-year note is almost twenty-five basis points higher than the ten-year note. Ten-year note at two nine uh the 2 year note at 315 this is massive inversion but it gets worse even a 6 month note is yielding more than a 10 year note uh, a 1 year note yielding more than a 30 year note the, obviously the 2 year note yielding way more than a 30 year note this is classic inversion and so here's what here's what's happening is the lower end with the shorter maturities. They're reflecting hey the the interest rates are rising. The t- the higher end part, the longer term bonds, the 10 year, the 30 year, throw the 5 year in there. They're saying we think recession's coming. Right? So Jason, this bond market, we have this 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 collision, just what we told you was going to happen. The Federal Reserve, they, they're, they're so, uh, either they're so cruel. They're either so cruel or they're so, uh, incapable of putting their egos aside to see what's really happening. Jason, they are raising rates right into a recession.
1: Right. We talked about inverted yield curves for a while. It seems like a year almost. Uh, this is real. This is the real inverted yield curve. It's actually co- completely inverted, Joe. And and just remind the audience, what, what what does the yield curve, when it inverts, what does it usually indicate? It always seems like a recession is coming right behind it, right?
0: Yep. Six months. Within six months. You're in, and the reason why they say six months, you need two straight quarters of negative growth uh, to be a technical recession. We may get that next week. Uh, when we get first look at second quarter GDP it's going to be close but neither here nor there to Jason's point we've had the bonds invert but very briefly it barely inverting right maybe the two-year note was yielding a couple of basis points more than the 10 this is full inversion and it's been this way now uh, for almost two weeks and it's getting worse that the inversion is getting worse uh, and, and that's a clear sign. When we get back, some very interesting language in the ECB press release that we need to take note of. In Japan, things continue to get worse there as well. Patreon Radio News Hour. Don't touch that dial. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Patreon Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason here today and uh, talking about uh, the ECB. Uh, There there are are a couple meetings behind us. So remember, uh, what was it? I don't know, 90 days ago, whatever it was. It was uh, end of March uh, when the Fed uh, finally stopped quantitative easing and raised rates a quarter of a point. Remember way back then, uh, since then, uh... they've raised fifty basis points and then seventy five basis points uh... and now we're getting ready we think for another seventy five to a hundred uh... but but we we remember that uh... so now the ecb they finally well they actually haven't stopped their quantitative easing kind of a uh... A, an interesting thing we'll talk about that in a minute but their first rate hike today everyone thought it was going to be a quarter of a point, Jason. I guess they surprised and went fifty basis points. But but let's face it, uh, all these central banks—they're so far behind the curve because the, the realities are they really don't want to have to fight inflation. They're being forced to fight it.
1: Or maybe they—they uh, they, they want it this way, Joe. You know, once again, guys make decisions because they want things a certain way. I. To me, Joe, they want some inflation. I think that they, they have a problem with these massive debts, and these uh, central banks are having trouble uh, pushing on their Ponzi scheme, Joe. So uh, maybe they're just a little behind the curve. They don't want the hyperinflation, but we'll raise rates enough just to keep it from going uh, Weimar, Germany. or
0: Yeah, you know? uh, that, that's what – you know what? I think – amen right there. That is really, truly what's happening right now. Because let, let's face it, if they really care about – The stealing of our wealth because this is what inflation it's just theft Uh, this is uh, what the central banks are doing would make organized crime blush at how badly they're ripping us all off they're stealing from us every single day most people don't realize it they don't want to realize it right because they want to believe that big corporations rule the world because that's all wall street is big corporations rule in the world we all know small business is what makes this country uh go and and really for small businesses this is a death knell. and and we'll get to that in in just a minute but to jason's point they just want to prevent horrible inflation but that 2% target, they created that nonsense. And I remember when Ben Bernanke and Janet Yellen came up with it. I was sitting on this air, airwaves, pounding the desk, telling everybody, yeah, 2% is just an introductory number. And as soon as it's bad enough, somehow 4%, 5% is going to be completely acceptable. And I think, Jason, that's what they're hoping. If they can get uh, informed, their number, their inflation number, back to four or five percent. They'll probably claim victory.
1: Yeah, I think four to six percent is going to be their their new target goal somewhere in the future. And then I think when things get really bad, this this crash that they're going to be causing with the interest rates going up, uh, the, after they get the so called fix in, just like a hey, too big to fail, we had to swallow that one. The new swallow will be well. The way we're going to fix it, that we're going to be stuck with four to six percent inflation, but that's better than the ten to twenty or the thirty that we were looking at if we didn't fix it. I, I think that's the thing. And and for those people out there that love the stock market, that that might be listening to this show, Wall Street's going to find out how much the Fed really cares about them because I I know they're going to crush Wall Street. you know, I'm sure the Fed will say stuff to Wall Street to make them feel like this is this is the best they can do. But Joe, they are going to. They don't have any allegiance to Wall Street. You know, when it really comes down to it, they have allegiance to themselves and their uh, the, the people that uh, that are bought into the Federal Reserve. They are going to crush, well, by crush default, Wall Street. right? They
0: have allegiance to the banks. Yep. Right. Yep. Which uh, there go uh, uh, a a I would call this a very close relationship with Wall Street because of the banks, because of the investment houses. Listen, I want to give you my son's number again. You better get yourself protected. Uh, Obviously, you buy the gold and silver from Jason and I. The rest of it, you better make sure you've got it in the right place. 602-909-9048. You go to 1360 KCNC, and you can go to Sponsors, get his number from there, because Jason's right. This is going to be a wild and crazy ride, so let me tell you what's new over in Europe get ready cuz we know this comes everywhere they've got another new tool isn't it great oh yes great another tool. I wonder what this tool will do holy cow Jason it does the same thing all the other tools do creates more debt Uh, the ECB unveiled a transmission protection instrument Yes, the TPI transmission protection instrument, and I was like, well, "Transmission? I, I don't know what this protection." Okay, obviously we know they're trying to protect something. Instrument, right? It's a, this new tool. Well, they've got a big problem, and and we we've talked about Italy. Uh, we've been talking a lot about Japan. Uh, the crisis is coming somewhere Italian bond yields have blown out again this morning Mario Draghi uh, who used to be the head of the ECB he has resigned as prime minister there's big big problems so they're trying to raise rates they're trying to stop quantitative easing and then at the same time saying, hey we've got this instrument uh, that if we have to bail out Italy uh, we're going to the problem is after Italy needs to bail out, you got to bail out Spain, you got to bail out Portugal, you got to bail out Ireland. The the bottom line is they may have to bail out Germany, Jason.
1: Right, and these guys that run these independent countries, you know, part of the EU, uh, they know they have economic problems also. If bailouts start to be talked about, they they're going to line up. They're going to try to get to the front of the line, aren't they, Joe? I mean, they don't know how long the bailouts will even last, or if they're possible to a certain extent. So Italy just probably say, you know what, we want ours first. <laughs> think, I, I don't mean the
0: front of the, line. Yeah, right. Think about this nonsense. They're raising rates. And then they're talking about, oh, by the way, we're getting ready for bailouts. Already. Really? You? They hadn't raised rates in 11 years. And the first time they talk about raising rates, and they do it, they raise a the whole 50 basis points. They got to throw in. Oh, by the way, we're getting ready for the next round of bailouts. That tells you all you need to know. It can't be more obvious. You need to pull your head out of your backside. This is what is coming.
1: They won't even just, they won't even. Banks
0: are insolvent. These countries are insolvent. Look at our debt. We ain't paying this debt off, never.
1: Joe, I don't think they're even going to tell us how the bailout's going to happen. I think it'll be completely behind closed doors. Just like, uh, and I'll just keep going to the back to the Glenn Beck piece, which he theorizes a trillion dollars is going out every week. You know, th- nobody knows about that. Nobody can prove whether it's happening or not, but it's definitely happening because of that, uh, you know, that uh, that information he pulled uh, uh, that, day. Hey, it wasn't 5 trillion back in 08, 09, 010. It was, uh, yeah, it was 29 trillion, Joe. You just find out t- ten years later. So, so if there's a bailout of Italy, why do I get the feeling they're going to really disguise that thing? Really keep
0: it quiet, Joe. Well, you know what's so funny? Let, let me let me give you a quote from Christine Lagarde. Remember, she was Lagarde was what the head of the IMF. Was she head of the IMF, Jason? I think I, she yes, was. Yes, yes, I believe so. Yes. Right. She was the head of the IMF. Now she's the head of the ECB. Uh, the head of the ECB. It was now the Prime Minister of Italy. He's yes. gone. Here's. Right? So here's what she says. The ECB alone will decide when to deploy this crisis tool and that all euro area members are eligible for TPI. So there you go, right to my point. You know, they want, oh, it's an Italy, pro- uh, uh-uh. uh, they know. It's all going down, and oh, by the way, will determine when we're going to use this crisis tool. It's all, it, and, and you know what's so funny? They didn't even say if, right? They didn't say, well, we, we may, we create, we don't think we're going to have to use it, or, or maybe, you know, make no, this, they just said it like it's a full. Glo, uh, a full blown conclusion Jason we do not get out of the, out of this year without this uh, without the ECB using this tool i guarantee you
1: for all we know joe the bailouts are happening as we speak we have no idea we we, we can only go off the, the 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 pittance of information that we do get to, you know that you find on the news cycle joe and what i'm looking up we, we all we could do is 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 try to try to prognosticate what we think is happening but we We don't have a Freedom of Information Act telling us what's happening now, Joe. I'm guessing it's going to take 10 years, right?
0: Yeah, well, yeah. It's supposed to take two. They'll tie it up in court. Uh, By the way, the Japanese economy continuing to crumble. Uh, they're, They're talking about industrial production down double digits month over month. Industrial production in Japan uh, sitting at negative three and four percent year over year, Uh, and again, Jason, this storm uh, it continues to brew, it continues to grow. Uh, Of course, Wall Street's trying to you know pretend that it's not going to happen, uh, but the realities are, Jason, it's already too late. Uh, and this is just just a thought. I, you know if the
1: IMF comes in at some point and is talking about helping Japan, then you'll you'll <laughs> you'll know it's really bad because IMF is usually there to ha- support all these third world nations and developing nations. Uh, but why do I get the feeling uh, Joe? there's no one there to, to support Japan or, or bail them out specifically. They've already printed crazy and they bought up their stock market. J- Japan is where everybody else is headed. So what happens to Japan is the future for all these other countries, Joe.
0: Yeah, and, and uh, Japan, Italy, all the rest of them, and, and the problem is, and here's what why, why is it? So, why does it matter if Japan, you know, goes belly up, or uh, Italy, or Spain, or Portugal, or pick a country? Because it's all so tied together. this systemic risk. They didn't get rid of it. They actually made it worse. But they did do one little thing. They made one little change to the systemic risk. They just changed who ends up holding the bag. That's the change they made. Hot potato. Right? You want to know what Dodd-Frank did? Let me tell you what Dodd-Frank did. Didn't fix any of the systemic risk. None of it. I mean, they created a bunch of uh, of, of regulatory agencies. Remember, the, what was it, yesterday or the day before? I was telling you about how they missed the, the temper tantrum. Where were they? They didn't see it coming. Next thing you know, the Fed spends $19 trillion to cover it up.
1: It's a hot potato, Joe. Who's going to be left holding the hot potato, right? Uh, well, uh, guess what? Lehman Brothers. Who's going to be
0: left? You. You me yeah yeah. depositors that's that's the change they made they made one real change and that real change was who gets left without a chair when the music stops right and and the answer is real simple the depositor that's the only reason when i say don't have excess money in the bank this is what i mean because when the music stops, the depositor is going to pay. And I don't want you to pay. That's all. That's why I said, you know, it's funny. Believe it or not, uh, having it in, in, obviously in gold and silver is fantastic because you're you're immune to it all. Uh, but even if you have it in Wall Street, you're better off than having it in the bank. I mean, you may get crushed, but but at least they're not going to be stealing all of your wealth from you. Because this is what is going to happen. and Now, uh, some interesting developments today. Ford laying off 8,000 people. 8,000 at Ford. Of course, we know. We get it. Of course, they're saying, well, we're getting ready for uh, electric vehicles. So I don't know. I guess all the gas combustion people are, are out at Ford. But another big development... The latest in what consumers aren't paying, besides automobiles. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Patriot Radio News Hour. Uh, Joe and Jason here. Uh, like I said, we, we've got a, a a gold rally here today after hitting the. What we call long-term technical support early this morning—that—that uh, that, that, the paper guys love that crap. Uh, it did it bounced off, bounced off really hard uh, into positive territory. Listen, I'm going to keep $20 gold. It was 21.20 yesterday. I'm going to keep that for today at at 21.20. Obviously, we know tomorrow it's going to cost more if it stays there. Uh what else? Uh one tenth ounce American Gold Eagles. I got a couple hundred more of those. Those are starting to pop up here and there. By the way, once again on this item, I will tell you we are so much cheaper than everybody. I, I it's hard to understand how we can be uh th- this much less than everybody else. Most everybody else is like 275, 276, 278. We got 10th ounce American gold eagles at two hundred and forty dollars uh, at $800-951-0592. and then of course on the silver side, uh, we've got silver eagles. Uh, they're they're six hundred and seventy five dollars uh, per per roll uh, right now. Uh, half dollars to thirty five quarters to fifteen. And Dimes are uh, 107.50. Uh, but but Jason, it, it's definitely been a crazy morning. I think the ECB caught a, le- uh, a lot of people off guard going 50 basis points. But kind of really talking out both sides of their you-know-what. Because then they said, oh, by the way, uh, we've got our new crisis tool ready to go.
1: The tools, yeah, the tools, Joe. <laughs> they're really all. You-
0: and of course, what is the tool? How can you call? It? Well, we just got a different tool to create debt. I mean, it's, isn't that the same tool? They
1: use the word. But- t- they use the word "tool" because it makes it sound like they have
0: something they can fix it with. That's that's why they yes, use the word "tool." Yes, They're they're listen. They're not Bob the Builder. I- I'll tell you that right now. Shares of AT and T getting taken to the woodshed this morning their CEO was out saying that customers have started putting off paying their phone bill. Wow now that that's a new one. Remember during the the financial crisis it was hey we're gonna we're, we're gonna pay everything but the mortgage. Now Jason, said uh, well most people don't have a mortgage they gotta pay rent Right? So they, they don't have the option of not paying the rent because if they don't pay the rent, they're going to be homeless. So now we're seeing, we already saw, uh, in matter of fact, if you watch any of your local news, I mean, uh, yesterday uh, I was watching our local news and they had a big deal about the repo man. Right? The repo man is back. And, and they were talking about how uh, the repo guys here in Arizona, because people are moving here left and right, uh, they're all getting their cars repo Uh well now AT&T says, "Hey, guess what? We got another problem. They're not paying their phone bill."
1: <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> That's what it is, uh, Joe. Uh-oh. And I uh, you talk about the repo man, that just uh, get, it brings back all kinds of memories. I was a, I was a uh process server, which is uh not really a pro, you know, I'm not actually repossessing stuff, but I'm handing out the bad news. And I could just imagine if I was back in that job, Joe, uh, how how busy it must be getting with all these notices for, uh, "Hey, I'm taking you to court. And we're going to uh, get into your bank account and take your money because you're not paying." It's it's what happens, Joe.
0: I mean, I, I would I would venture to say this one again. Uh, cell phones. That's kind of like the last thing you don't pay. I know. Right? I know. This is new. This one caught me off guard. I didn't. You know what? The cars. I wasn't surprised. That didn't surprise me. Uh, credit cards—that wouldn't surprise me uh, either, right? That—that that makes sense. I'm not paying my student loans; that makes sense.
1: I have a theory, though. I have a theory. <laughs> you cancel. I want to hear it. You don't pay your phone bill, and of course, these guys are tenacious. You don't pay your phone bill; they shut your phone off. But that doesn't prevent you from going in and getting the promotional startup at the other cell phone company, which might be cheaper. You just kind of it roll. You kind of roll with a new service, Joe. Whatever you can possibly afford, right?
0: That's, That's that. what it's going to be. I think at the end of the day, that is exactly uh, what is going to 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 play out uh, as we watch all all of this. And again, uh, uh, we had econ- some other economic day. We talked about jobless claims uh, above two hundred and fifty thousand filing for unemployment. For the very first time, uh, it's getting worrisome, right? We 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 like that number to be 230,000 or less, uh, but it, it's worrisome. If it gets Jason, you know, if we cross over that 270 number and head towards 300,000, that's going to be a problem, because then we're going to be, hey, guess what? I'm not paying any bill.
1: Yeah, well, that's that's coming for a lot of families, Joe. No matter what, this 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 crash that's coming, whether it be a slow grinding crash or a really fast uh, sudden crash, uh, it's grinding people into the ground, Joe. I mean, I, I mean, how much how much government give out money are we looking at in the next couple of years for people that have to that just can't pay anything, and then uh, the burden of the uh, the working class and the business class to support more people on the till, right, Joe? It's it's happening. It's uh, this is the lower standard of living, and this is the uh, this is the way you end up with uh, serfs
0: and lords, Joe. Well, let me let me just say this, I want everybody to pay attention because it's playing out all over the world. You're not seeing it. Listen, there there are so many protests going on over in Europe. You 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 don't even know. Uh, no one's talking about uh, the the truckers have blocked off the port of Oakland. Because once again, California, with these ridiculous rules, make it impossible for independent truckers to survive, right? In China, it's gotten so bad now that China has brought out the tanks to protect the banks. And prevent locals uh, from actually getting to the banks now. Uh, as again, Jason and I have been talking about uh, the crisis in China where people have just decided, Stop and paying. these are mortgages on, on buildings that haven't been finished yet, that they're not, hey, we're not paying for it. They just right? stopped, paying, stopped paying.
1: They just stopped paying. They're like, you know what? Here's the funny thing about China. They, you know, they, it's a, it's, it's a dream for central bankers to have all governments to be like China. Because, man, the control you have is great. But, Joe, here's the problem. When the citizens can't get enough food money for food and, and, and housing, that group think that they have in China, they all shut down at once. They start talking to each other. It's like, well, let's, let's just all stop paying at once. Because that's, that's, that's how social society works, Joe. That's how socialism
0: works, right? When we get back, I'm going to tell you what banks are telling customers in China. And, and, and again, it's a warning of what they're going to tell us when it happens here. Capital radio news hour. We'll be right back. 800 592 $20 gold, 2120. 10th ounce gold eagles at 240. Uh, gold's up 15, uh, 17 fifteen right now. Silver, it's up a few cents here. Uh, Seven or I'm sorry eighteen seventy. Uh, the Dow is lower today. Uh, but big news out of China. Things have gotten worse. Substantially worse. Uh, the Henan Province, uh H-E-N-A-N. I think I'm pronouncing that right. To give you an idea, this province uh, 94 million people, so oh, holy cow. a little under a third of the entire United States population. The Bank of China in this province has announced that the savings of the depositors in their branches are investment products and cannot be withdrawn. And this is exactly, this is what we saw in Greece. This is what we saw in Cyprus. This is what we're going to see in Japan. This is what we're going to see in Europe. This is what we're going to see here. These are the new rules. Now, this piece of legislation, it wasn't in Dodd-Frank. No, no, this is, part of the SEC and banking law, at any point in time now, when they determine, think about what the ECB said. Hey, by the way, we're going to decide when to use this crisis tool. This is what's going to happen. Our Federal Reserve, they're going to decide. Nobody, you're not allowed to withdraw your money. Now, they'll let you get $20 out of the ATM. You'll still be able to go and buy your groceries. Yep, you can do that, sure. Want to pay your mortgage? Great. Make your car payment? Fine. Oh, you want to take your money out of the bank? Uh-uh. It has, it has to stay yeah. in the
1: system, Joey. It has to stay in the yep. system. I mean, what's funny is we us that use cash still, uh, it's, it's it's Federal Reserve notes. It's their money. Their name is on the money. But it shows you how weak their Ponzi scheme is when their money with their name on it that they control us with is actually a threat to their system. I mean, let's face it. In 1933, gold was a threat to them, controlling everything, so they got rid of it. In 1965, silver was—you know—it was inflation was happening, and well, that—that's you got to get that out of the system. Can't have silver in there. You know, people people figure out how much that silver's worth, man. They'll they'll start looking and, and, and asking questions. I mean, even in the copper pennies—they took the copper out of the pennies in 1982 because there's too, too much copper in the pennies, and uh, now paper, Joe, paper. Their paper, their system uh, they, they can't have you withdrawing that because that breaks down the system. So just as long as you, just like Joe said, as long as you leave it in the system, if I write a check to Joe, it leaves my digital account stays in Joe's uh, digital account. That's fine. but if you pull a cash out, well then they well that, that messes everything up Joe you can't you can't have that.
0: Oh no no nope that's gonna be a problem and, and again, this is what's going to happen here. And, and we already know they're going to go with this digital currency. Banks, as we know it, listen, they've been destroying banks forever. They want to get... They, they, think about... Now we understand, what what was the race to get so big? And the race to get so big was, hey, we're racing to survive. Think about it. After too big to fail, you would have thought, well, gosh, they, we we probably doubled the amount of banks we've had in the country since then, right? Because no. you want to keep them smaller so they're not – don't pose systemic risk and all that stuff. Uh-uh. We've lost half of our banks since then. I mean, we're down to 4,000. And Jason said the number shrinks every single day, seemingly. But uh, uh, the reason why they're, they're in this race to get big, because if you're not big enough when this thing comes down, you you won't exist anymore. Most banks will be out of business.
1: And it's interesting, Joe. 98% of the money already is digital. They already have a digital money system. It's it's crazy how that little 2% of coins and paper money, how that's such a threat to their system. Just that little you know 2%. Why? Let
0: me tell you right now, they can't handle it. Listen, I know the housing crash was terrible. It really was. But do you know what? how many people really didn't pay their mortgage? Because, you know, you would think, what, 40, 50% of the people didn't pay their mortgage? No. I think the official number at the end of the day, I don't even think it hit 3%. Right? 90 some odd percent of people paid their mortgage during the financial crisis. But just that small percentage was enough. To tilt this thing, and this is the problem. If everybody starts pulling their money out of these banks, it's over. And it does. And I say everybody, just a couple. To Jason's point, hey, if three percent of all depositors tomorrow went to their banks and pulled all their money out, the whole thing would collapse. Jason, it would. It would be
1: apocalyptic. It yeah, it would be a horrible. Right? It would be a horrible thing. Horrible thing. And then think of what Joe just said. Most people are paying their mortgages. You know, I lived in one of those neighborhoods where uh, a lot of the trailer park were buying homes and getting loans they weren't supposed to get. I I was in a starter home neighborhood when I bought my home in 2004 going into 2005. And in 2010, I walked out my front door, and the the house on the left and the house on the right and the three across the street, they were all empty. They were all empty, Joe, you know, because uh, we were kind of tailing towards the end of all those risky loans, and I just happened to be a pizza delivery driver that that knew how to (laughs) handle my money. And uh, four of those homes, they stopped making payments. The fifth home, the uh, the guy was uh, trying to transition out and get a renter in there. That's what happened back there. Yep.
0: Yesterday, Goldman Sachs put out a letter to its big investors, warning them, "Hey, don't get caught up in this rally. A lot of pain is going to come." And they use they obviously listen to me. I, they have to because they used exactly what I always tell you. It's going to be a sudden stop at a magnitude most people are going to not be prepared for. October's just around the corner. Get your financial house in order now. Get that gold put away now. 800-951-0592. Final segment coming up. 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour Joe and Jason on this Thursday, and you know, talking about uh, what's going on now in China, uh, the ECB not only did they create a new tool, they made something really, a really big distinction. This isn't just an Italian problem. All ECB members will be eligible uh, for this, and and again, this just tells you how close we are to disaster when entire nations need to be bailed out. Uh, and again, you know, when we sit here and we look at what's happening uh, in in China now saying, hey, listen, by the way, let, let's not kid ourselves. Those deposits, yeah, those are, are for investments for, for these banks and, and not for you because ultimately at the end of the day that's what these banks really are right you loan when you when we deposit that money we loan it to them that's the rules that's the, how it works we loan them the money We're and then if that somebody else can't pay then we've got a problem and right now jason uh we could have you know a, obviously, we look at what's happened in the crypto space. A lot of defaults and bankruptcies there. You, you look at what's going on in in now the in, whether it be China's property markets or what's happening in Japan. Uh, that the, here at home, right? People aren't paying their auto loans now. They're not paying their cell phones. I'm sure when we get the credit card data out, up oh, they're not paying their credit cards. Right? And, and, and all of a sudden, uh, these defaults start to stack up. And then the the, the 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 pressure starts to build on these banks. And Joe, a lot of college
1: uh, loan people uh, haven't had to pay on their college loans yet, and that might be coming to an end. They might have to start paying their college loans on top well, of think this. At some
0: point, right? I mean, how many years are they going to go, right? But and again, but you throw that in the mix, you make forty million people start paying their student loans again. I mean, it's chaos, absolute chaos. Eight hundred. Nine five one zero five nine two. Before the tanks are out in front of your bank, get your gold put away, and then you're not gonna have to worry about it. Twenty dollar gold pieces, two thousand one hundred and twenty dollars. 10th ounce American gold eagles at two forty, at eight hundred. Nine five one zero five nine two. Jason and I, we are coming right back. With the half-empty cup, it's Thursday, so one of your favorites, Sonia Miller, is going to be joining us, Jason, and it's always uh, highly entertaining. By the way, President Biden's got COVID again. Uh, Quadruple vaccine boosted uh, still gets it.
1: You know, I wanted to say one thing, Joe. You know what's worse than a tank in front of your bank is when the bank is no longer there at all. I think that's what's going to be That's the future. No bank at all there. Phone call and, and an internet and a text,
0: right? Well, think about it now. Have you ever, when's the last time you called your bank? I,
1: I've actually tried calling and <laughs> call, it
0: sucks. Call, call the 800 number on the back of your card, right? You're on hold for, for 40, 50 minutes. Could you imagine during a crisis, right? Uh, your approximate wait time will be four days, 16 hours, and 23 minutes. They don't even have voice messages at after-hour phone
1: calls anymore at any of these businesses, Joe. Don't leave a message. We're not taking it.